Oh, that doesn't work. Attempt <laughs> number three. I would like this. This is Jimmy's podcast. Season nine of the podcast. We're coming back for more. I bet you never thought we'd last this long. Breaking news, show reviews, rubber boots, reacts, and lots of social media crap. And if nothing else, you know we're going to have a laugh. We're going to have a laugh. Uh, welcome to episode two of the podcast. We just got on here. Everything's been working perfectly. I would choose on me. Well, like we literally just all sat down and logged on. That's how great modern technology is. Didn't really work as you way. sit in a car. Not true. Yeah. Why? Why are you in the middle of a road? <laughs> okay, so maybe it didn't quite work that way. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, we were in studio last week. It sounded great. I know all our the listener feedback. Uh, they loved it. We're going to attempt to do studio as much as we can this year. Uh, we had logistical difficulties today, mostly Puffy's fault, and um, how? Th- thus, we try. Hey, just don't interrupt. We don't have a lot of time. Fair is fair. Uh, <laughs> We uh, thus had to do it from home, and then Jimmy had some Wi-Fi issues, and now uh, he had to leave Brooksy and the dogs and drive away from his home, uh, and hence, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm in my car, and uh, yeah, here we go. It's the episode. Nice. So you got, my, my castmates aren't frustrated at all with me, because they've only been sitting no. there for 45 minutes <laughs> trying to get this going. That's why I love you guys, though. Look at you. You're happy. You're smiling. You're back for episode two. Uh, Lester, Lester, you have to go now? Thanks for coming by, Lester. Great episode. <laughs> uh, Lester's got to go. Lester's got to go in a few minutes. But we will be back in studio next week for sure. We'll, we'll just do a short one for you today. So what I was going to get into before we had our issues was I was I was at the airport yesterday flying to my, my hometown, the nation's capital, to have a little visit with the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. I'll talk about that in a second. But there's... Uh, I'm going up to the lounge, the Air Canada Maple Leaf Lounge there, uh, which, by the way, used to be kind of, used to feel like it was kind of a perk of going to the airport, but now basically everyone who goes to the airport has access to the lounge, so you're actually better off just to go to your main gate. Okay, that's a little important oh, fight. Oh, sad for the elitists. It is, it is sad for the... <laughs> so, sorry, the likes of me came in there. <laughs> it's, it's a little sad for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, actually, I take that back. They brought back the soup and the uh, soup and the and the, and the salads and the sandwiches, so it's a uh, it's actually soup okay. Dude. Anyway, bottom line, on there's a uh, one elevator that you take up to the lounge, and it's got one big fat button on it to say down because you can't go up. You're on the top floor, yeah. mm-hmm. and on this on this elevator, there's like a sign with a QR code saying "Download our app to control this elevator through your phone," and. I, I was standing with this dude, and we were looking at each other going, there's one button here. Why Why do we need an app to control it? And I sent it to you guys, so I, we figure it's health health reasons. Like it's COVID, COVID thing. James, COVID. Okay, COVID. but we are all touching eight, mil- we're touching 8 million things when we're at the airport. It's like so ordering off the menu. Maybe it gives you more options. Yeah. Well, and someone complained, and they had to do it. Okay, but what how, What if two of us do have the app, and we're both trying to control the elevator at the same time? What's it going to happen? There's oh, only one way to find out. You yeah. blow it to your death. Elevator. And how, how many different options are on there when there's only a down button? Like, does the app have more options with the elevator? Did you download the app, Jimmy? No, I wasn't going to do that. Stupid thing. But I sent you a picture. Could you scan it from the picture I sent you? 
That doesn't work that yeah, way. I'm going to scan it, and now I'm going to control that <laughs> elevator day and night. All day. Up and down. Yeah. Side well, maybe side. maybe there's an extra room for the uh, elitists uh, we, that you didn't uh Oh, like a further. Another yeah, higher exactly. thing. On the app, you can have, like, the elite club. Oh, the, yes, the super, exactly. The super duper lounge. I actually mm-hmm. found out uh, there is another super duper lounge at the airport. Uh, if you're flying internationally, but you have to be flying to like Beijing or maybe Qatar. Well, I'll find out when I go to Qatar oh, in two weeks. Find out. Pa- yeah, Puffy. I have lounge <laughs> access. Right. So no, you, you don't. go down in the. <laughs> I <engine>. do. <laughs> but Jimmy's going to see to the fact that you don't. <laughs> He's going to feel special. I do not <laughs> want. I don't, you will ruin the fancy lounge for all of us bourgeoisie. It's <laughs> true. Uh, there I don't a- wear pants. <laughs> there's a there's a fancy lounge where you get like lobster and steak and everything's like fine dining it's down in the international departures but it's only if you have your ticket you have to have a maybe you have to have a business class ticket i don't know i've never gotten in there before i tried to sneak in one time with brooksy and it didn't work but some banker buddy of mine said it's like the lounge of all lounge. like you don't want to even take your flight the lounge is so good Really? So I think you get mas- massages yeah. and manicures Hot and everything dances. in there. Can you go in like the day before? But <laughs> three days. <laughs> Mr. Cameron, it says here you're not leaving until next Thursday. That's that's accurate. That that's is true. correct. Um, I just love. What do you want to do for uh, Jimmy's? Uh, Jimmy's. Oh, I was going to say in, I was uh, hanging out with. Uh, are any Bills fans? No, we got Eagles fan. Seahawks, Seahawks. Fan. Lester, who's your NFL if team? I, if, I, if I was if I was a football fan, I'd be a Bills fan. So let's let's call me the Bills okay. fan. Okay. Yeah. So I was hanging out. Uh, we did. Uh, I did the speaking gig in Ottawa. Remember last year I talked about Jack Nicholas and how cool I got to interview yeah. Jack Nicholas for a while. So this mm-hmm. year it was uh, uh, Bruce Smith, Thurman nice. Thomas, and oh, wow. Andre Andre Reed from the Bills. Wicked. And. Uh, so uh, it was fun. You get to sit and eat. And Jock Climby was there too. Like Jock did like the oh. uh, the VIP thing before, and then I did the thing to the to the crowd after. You interview him for an hour, and uh, very good guys. Except they didn't did not want to talk about the Super Bowls, which was half of my material. So basically, I go no. all right. I got like half an hour left, and I'm like, okay, guys, uh, I know this is tough, but let's get into the Super Bowls. And Bruce Smith interrupts me and goes, you know what? We're not going to talk about that. We were four time <laughs> AFC champions. That's it. And I'm like. Okay. Now, wow. now what? Am, now, what? Now, what am I going to fill the rest with? With all seriousness, in all seriousness, wouldn't you think somebody would have given you that heads up that they were not going to talk about it before you got there? Like, come on. You know, it was. I think that was basically Bruce. Like Thurman, I sat beside Thurman at dinner. He's good with it. Andre's good with it. And I, mm-hmm. I do feel for the guys. Like I'm sure they do these a few times a year. And you think mm-hmm. about, sure. think about if your entire life, they're all Hall of Famers, but your your life is defined in a way by those losses, right? Everywhere you go, that's what you have to talk about. But I think what has happened, and they touch on this in the doc, Lester, is that they went from being all the late night talk show jokes, right? The Bills, like that was a running joke for like a decade. But now as time goes by, and maybe because the Bills are getting good again, I think there's an appreciation of winning four straight AFC titles. And I agree with this. Like it's, think of like the, think of the Olympics. If somebody wins four silver medals, Let's say for Canada, they're a hero, right? But you in in a, no, in a sport like fo- football, you lose four Super Bowls and you're losers. And you know baseball well, does like, it well. Baseball celebrates pennant winners. They do champagne after they win the friggin' wild card game, right? 
Yeah. Right. But like even in football, for example, uh, earlier in Brady's career or midway through, when he had a losing record in the Super Bowl, people would hold that against him. They wouldn't say that he went to five Super Bowls. They said he, he lost three and only won two. Right. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe that's the mentality of yeah, it. It's but... people. People. But I, I listen, I agree with you. I agree with you. The sense that, look, four AFC titles in a row is, an, is amazing. And uh, think about it. Nobody else has ever done that. Nobody will no. again. There's no one's going no. to four straight Super Bowls again. Not even your beloved Eagles there, stuff. No one is going that. to four straight Super Bowls that. again. It's impossible in the cap. It's impossible. I don't know about impossible. Uh, like, it's impossible. Highly unlikely. Yeah, highly highly unlikely. unlikely. You can't I mean, keep right teams now, together for like two years. Like, I mean, the Patriots are obviously are in a bit of an exception. But were they ever in three in a row? They were never in no, three in a row, so. I don't think. So no. you take a they, year they've off. They've definitely been in guys. three in four years. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Summers Adventures. Let's do a quick version. I'm going to give you guys multiple choice. All right, you guys get to pick. It's nice. called. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. Uh, I'll pick something else. Staff participation. Yeah. Okay. So do you Perfect. want? Uh, do you want uh, Jimmy loses again? This also is a preview of all the episodes we're going to do all year. Do you want uh, Jimmy loses his phone at the bottom of the Adriatic Sea? That's A. Mm-hmm. You want um, Jimmy wins big golf match with the unlikeliest of partners? That's B. Okay. Uh, you want Jimmy uh, almost gets murdered in Turks and Caicos? Episode Ooh. three. That's one. That's one. Don't even. Don't even give me the rest of the options. I want to see who Jimmy won the uh, golf match with. Come on, really? <laughs> so uh, you know I love the Turks and Caicos, and I and I rave yes. about it all the time. And when I say get murdered, Jimmy tends to exaggerate at times. But this was the first time I'd seen uh, uh, the other side. So what happened was, uh, did you guys know that I uh, I did a TikTok? So what happened? We were in uh, the Turks and Caicos, and we flew uh, Darian's boyfriend down. Did you hear about this? Great TikTok. So, so awesome. I didn't think like I just making a TikTok more for my family. Uh, mm-hmm. Gracie said we should make a TikTok. So we snuck. Uh, his name's Wes. Good guy. Great guy. We snuck Wes out into the ocean. Like I picked him up at the. Well, I guess I'm going backtracking. I'm at the end of the story now. We snuck Wes out into the like ocean. Like a Quentin Tarantino. So like he was swimming in, as if he'd swum across the ocean, and like Darian was surprised, mm-hmm. and we made a TikTok out of it, and it went like I don't know, got like three million views or something like that. But everybody thought wow, we faked good. it. TikTok's an angry place. Everybody thought I faked. I faked a reunion with my my daughter and her boyfriend. Yeah. Every single video on that platform feels like it's fake to an extent, though, right? Looked that way because they were the only two people in the ocean. But it was just because it was shot beautifully by me as a cinematographer. Anyway, that's uh, the, the, what happened. The preamble to that is I go pick Wes at the airport. We don't tell Darian. They go for a walk on the beach. And Jimmy gets his car towed because he parked illegally at the oh, Turks and Caicos gosh. airport. So of course you did. So I'm completely, now I don't know what the hell to do. And so I, I, like, I go to like the, the taxi. I go to the guy at the airport. I'm like, do you know who towed my car? And he goes, like, he goes I don't know. There's just a couple of guys that do it. I'm like, what do you mean? There's no authority? No, he goes, they just do it if they want to do it. I'm like, you got a tow truck. So oh, God. I get, finally get a phone number. And, you know, at Turks and Caicos, everybody knows everybody. So the guy's calling him and he's like, hey, you towed that little white uh, car? And the guy's like, yeah. Uh, where are you? And so I, I have to get a cab. And uh, this guy driving me to, like, this place. And he goes, that's, uh, he goes, I got to warn you, this is a bad, this is the only bad part of Turks and Caicos. This is where yeah. this is where this guy towed my car to, right? So 
we go down to some remote little point of the island. Luckily, my taxi driver was this big, huge guy, really good guy. And so he takes me and it's like the bump, the road was kind of broken. It was like just, it took us 15 minutes down this bumpy ass road. And then we, we get to the, it's not a, like a, like it didn't, you get your car towed here. Or you're at some, you know, parking lot somewhere. This was a junkyard. Like the car yeah. oh destroyed. God. And oh so no. I'm like, they've already, they've already taken my car and it's been completely stripped. This in my yeah. mind is a hundred percent true. Right. Uh-huh. So the, 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 the taxi driver, who of course knows the tow truck guy, but they're not friendly. They just know each other because everybody knows each other. So he's on the phone with him. He's like, where are you? Get, bring the car out. And the guy's like, no, I'm not bringing it out. I need $250. I want to see it in cash. So the guy finally comes out, the guy who supposedly got my car. And he's like, you're not going to see your car unless I see $250. Well, the taxi driver gets out. And he's like 6'3", and he's, ar- he's arguing with the guy. Meanwhile, you know, Wes is in the back seat. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, God. and then a couple other heavies come out. So now there's a, you know, a discussion in Caribbean language, and I'm just kind of sitting down in the car seat. And I'm like, uh, anyway, he negotiated me down to 150 bucks. So I, I give a guy 150 bucks cash. Of course, I had to give the taxi driver 100. So whatever, it was a wash. <laughs> it, it was a two, 250 mistake. From, from, by Jimmy, the way, from, Jimmy, from the clear this hustle. Is the from the clear hustle. hustle. You, like, they are say, all in cahoots on this. They're all talking in yeah. Caribbean after they've been here for oh my God. No, wait a second. They're literally dividing the money at that point. <laughs> It's like you take one fifty, I get fifty. He gets you a deal. You walk away like what a great guy, and they all owe you. That is Did amazing. You They're like Did actors. You even more? They're actors, man. You know what's crazy? I bet you Wes wasn't on it. It, it he, was he West probably walked away with fifty. No. You guys all think you're oh funny. Oh my god. The taxi oh god. driver. No. The taxi driver. Listen to 100%. me. One hundred percent. The taxi driver already told me it was going to be a hundred dollars for him to take me across to that part of town before he had the negotiation. So uh, I, in my mind, I was in for yeah. three fifty. So I feel like I won at two fifty. Yeah. Did I get hosed for a hundred bucks on the taxi? A hundred percent. But did I emerge Absolutely. with my life Someone and my daughter's boyfriend's you. life? Yeah. That yeah. Means- but you but that for sure this is a thing these guys do they 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 work together on it right no the cab driver probably called him and said listen this idiot just parked his car we can grab it no no are you crazy no my sure no the cab driver was Um, a good guy i'm sticking by that I okay. We I saw their I fight. It too. was a legitimate, legitimate discussion. I, I would, it was a legitimate Caribbean sure. fight. James, was this not a rental car? Yeah, it was a rental car. Why don't you so say? Couldn't it was you stolen? just tell the rental company yeah, it was stolen? Like, why'd you bother with any of this? <laughs> that felt like it was. I would have be been like, I came out to the airport. My car's not there anymore. I think the rental company's in on it too. <laughs> 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 they tipped them off. I got a real rube who just landed. Oh, I got it. No, it starts on the plane. The whole, the whole it starts on the plane with the stewardess. She picks up oh the lights. Oh, my God. Then they call down to the tower. Oh, yeah. my He's got God. plenty of money. He just flew down his son-in-law. <laughs> He's rich. We can take him to the cleaners. Do you guys think this is a whole... He was at the villa two years ago. <laughs> Do you think QAnon has something to do with this? Oh, for yeah. sure. 
I Saros, no. everyone's in on it. <laughs> um, Lester, by the way, I know you got to go soon. You tell us when you got to go. This is a, supposed to be a short episode, but uh, we're, do you have to leave? I, I got another five. I got another five for okay, you. Okay, as soon as you got to go. Hit me. Uh, okay, so uh, anyway, I, I emerged with my life. And uh, there was one other subscript that when Wes and I, when we finally got the car back and we're like, get the hell out of Dodge. The car was parked next to a little wreck car and there was like five little scared puppies underneath the wreck car. Like they were like little stray puppies and they were like newborns. And now I said, Wes, we can't leave. We got to rescue these puppies. And, oh, and, no. and Wes said, no. <laughs> I said, okay, let's get the hell out of here. Fuck the puppies. Let's get the hell out of here. No, Wes, Wes wanted, Wes, Wes that, that would have been another $500. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, uh, anyway, Wes, Wes was it. very brave. He was heroic. He, and I felt better with him because he's a big boy. And, uh, yeah, uh, 250 bucks for a lesson. It makes Jimmy's summer adventures, so it's almost worth it for that, don't you oh, think? For sure. For sure. Maybe for I'll sure. get everybody on though, Jimmy. as a guest. I'll get the guy, the guy that towed the car. I'll get the taxi driver, and we'll see. That'd be hilarious. Be the, uh... they, 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 all, they all know each other, so there's no way they're working in cahoots. Um, <laughs> listen, look. I, I, listen, I, I, will, I will side with Jimmy to say it's, it's somewhat, it is somewhat possible that, that, that it's all legit. But possible. listen, unfortunately, whenever you have a situation where they're not even taking your car to a legitimate pound, I have, have questions. You know? No, listen. There's no, there's no regulations for this on the island. Apparently, there's two guys that tow cars. And they don't even... Hold on. And told they told you that, though. Huh? No, the guy at the... Did, like, did the Bruce taxi tell you that? No, the taxi no, driver. The guy... taxi driver who's in the scheme. <laughs> Jimmy, you better go along with this. I don't know what they'll do. <laughs> These guys are animals. Jimmy, I'm telling you. Jimmy, after this call, we're going to have to talk about some land I just purchased in Florida that I think you'd be a great investor in on. <laughs> you guys can mock... You guys can mock me all you want. Okay, first of all, the guy, I went to the actual airport authority guy. He was the first guy who called the tow truck guy. And the taxi driver I got was random. They were his cousin. It was his turn. It it just happened to be his turn. The guy who knew where your car would be. You don't understand the islands like I do. We got. I think we got to have Wes on to talk. He's the only witness who could corroborate whether or not this is actually. Wes is going to be like, "Yeah, I knew right away, but I didn't want to break his heart." He thought we were on an adventure. (laughs) Well, the problem is on the other thing is I know the guy. uh, Like I always rent the car from the same agency. And it's a guy I know. He's a Canadian dude, so I can't I can't call him and say my car got stolen. And then he finds out it was towed from the like CCTV cameras. My reputation is damaged. Yeah, but if oh. these guys are just towing whatever cars they want, no, yeah, I get, I was like parked stealing? illegally. I was. I just I didn't think anybody checked. I thought it was you know island man. Just let everything let everything go. <laughs> Stupid. There was a parking lot like fifty yards away where it was two bucks for parking too. Hilarious. 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 <laughs> Hey guys, listen. I will. I will jump off now because uh, probably going to change subjects. But uh, to our listeners and viewers, thanks. You and see you next week or whenever we we do this. We'll again. do it next week, Lester. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, st- what do you want to do? Uh, stuff. We said this would be a short episode. Pick your favorite segment. and We'll do it. Okay. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more. As a sad on the shitter. 
things that I saw on Twitter. Okay, boys. Uh, so this is a big drama coming from the uh, world of chess, and we're talking grandmasters here. So um, <clears throat> this was at the U.S. Chess Championships in St. Louis last Tuesday. Chess Grandmaster Hans Niemann was seen having his rear end inspected as he arrived at the chess tournament. Now, you might ask yourself, why were they inspecting his uh, rear end? What were they doing? So an official at the event repeatedly waved a metal detector over the 19-year-old's butt following wild claims that the prodigy received che- recently cheated with vi- with wireless vibrating anal beads that he inserted into his rectum. So basically, they say he was cheating by having vibrating uh, anal beads were helping him cheat win. So I know that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't understand how you that would help you cheat in chess. Okay. So apparently in chess, as I did a little bit of digging in this, uh, there are there are obviously <laughs> now like programs they have that uh, will tell you what given any game what your best move is. Okay. And even the best human players in the world can't determine those ones as quickly in, or know, whatever in a sequence. Yeah, they'll never pick like four of the perfect moves in a row. So you're able to tell if someone's cheating using an uh, outside source like that. So that's what they're implying, that somewhere, somewhere else is sending him messages via vibrating anal beats. Wow. As to what move to make. Uh, Now, this guy has been accused of cheating in over 100 other games, but it hasn't been proven yet. He's only admitted to cheating twice in his life, but says both were as a child. Now, he's only 19, so I guess he was a <laughs> child that long ago. Uh, but basically, uh, yeah, so there, it's a huge controversy. Even Elon Musk got it in and making jokes, and then it blew up even bigger. Uh, now, apparently, Neiman is suing um, one of his opponents for $100 million for wow. accusing him of this. So it's becoming a huge thing. But for me, it's just like... You know, this first and foremost, I guess it's just like uh, it shows you how the internet can go nuts. There's absolutely no proof that this happened. Yeah. But meanwhile, they're putting a metal detector to this guy's ass when he walks into a chess tournament. So it can shows you how uh, crazily things can just get a, out of control. But let's assume it was real for a second. <clears throat> Did you ever in your life want to win that badly at something where you would resort? Well, to maybe this? it would feel good. <laughs> That is maybe you think maybe he's just doing Puffy, it for that. Maybe uh, you could send me on the panel. You could like send me send me yeah. topics through my anus. <laughs> <laughs> like if the beads, you know, he just, he's just vibrating at the edge of the panel. You're just like wait, wait, power guys, play. Wait, power play, wait. power play. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that is uh, that's a sad statement. If that's uh, if that's the case, but it's also kind of brilliant. But how did they? Was there anything in the article that said how they deduced that it was anal beads? Like, what was the evidence? It was. It's a rumor. People started about him. It's just a rumor. Other competitors started that he must be getting it from somewhere, (laughs) and then online it just blew up. Mm. Um, Well, did you guys see this summer the 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 two guys who got caught cheating in the fishing tournament? That was amazing. Oh, oh, it was so good because I guess these guys have been winning all these tournaments and they they've been winning like boats and and like thousands of dollars in prizes, and but people were suspicious that they were cheating, and so they won another tournament, and then one guy just had had enough and he went up to their fish and he cut it open and there was all these like uh, like metal ball weights in the fish, 
and that mob turned so hard. It was so good. Oh, of course. They, oh, so they what, what like are the gonna... weights? What are the weights? Heavier. Heavier. Heavier fish. Oh, they jacked up their they weights. Stuck, they stuck weights down the... Oh. Now, the thing is, they were got really careless in the end because apparently if you look like, okay, let's say the winning stack of fish was six fish. And they were, they were all, they all yeah. looked pretty big and they weighed like 14, uh, let's say 15 pounds. I don't know. And then these guys yeah. had like six fish that looked half the size and they weighed like 35 pounds. <laughs> so yeah. it was a bit of a giveaway. But it was, so they were catching the fish and yeah. as they were catching, they were they shoving were stuffing, weights in its They mouth? were stuffing weights and then other like um, fish, like parts of other fish down to like to get more weight. And it was, it was, uh, but it was like it was like for the satisfaction these other guys must have had because when you know someone's cheating but you haven't been able to prove it mm-hmm. and then you catch them red-handed, it must have felt so good. They were and, like, oh, it was and the amazing. guys just stood, they just stood, you know, they just imagine, stood there. yeah, just imagine stuff. Your typical fisher guy with his like Bass Pro Shop hat and his his like lumber jacket, and he's just standing yeah. there. The guy doesn't – they've got no answer because they've been just caught absolutely red-handed. Like, as red-handed as you can be caught. Yeah, it'd be like pulling the anal beads out of the chess guy's ass right yeah. in front of everybody. <laughs> While he's playing. And everyone would just go crazy. <laughs> that, I think that would break the internet, literally, yeah. a moment yeah. like that yeah. in existence. Yeah. Um, Do you respect, like, the fact that he wants to win that badly? No. Is there like a the the old, the old if you're not cheating you're not trying? No. Uh no, I don't. Yeah, no. It reminds me the other story there was a lot of cheating stories this summer. Uh, you know I tend towards the golf stuff. There was a story that came out and I don't know if I sent you this puffy, but this was a qualifier for the US Open. And this guy was caught cheating in a in a US Open qualifier. And it was ludicrous what he did. Basically it started on like the 14th hole of the last round of the qualifier and his two playing partners saw him hit a ball basically like it was a par four that was like 360, 365 yards. So like mm-hmm. not really reachable maybe for Rory and these guys, but not guys in a U.S. Open qualifier. And they yeah. said he, he hit a he hit a crappy like low drive to the right into a hazard basically. And uh, but it was kind of foggy out or they couldn't see over the hill or whatever. So. You know, they're up looking, they're all looking, and then he goes up further with his caddy, and all of a sudden he hears, yells, it's in the hole! It's in the hole! He said he got, no. like, yes, he said he got a hole in one. And and then later in the round, he hit another ball into a hazard, and then he said, yeah, I found it, I found it, and then he goes and hits. So after the round, basically, the two uh, playing partners said, we bought it. We got to say something about this. So they said something to the officials, and obviously they couldn't, do anything about the hole in one because he got up to the green first but they went back to the other place where he said he found his ball and they found his other ball original ball, his original ball so they knew he'd been lying but yeah. anyway so then they started digging on this guy and he has claimed in his life to have like 48 holes in one no and like 30 albatrosses oh and- my god and so now they're questioning, like, is he, is how, he the leader of North Korea? Yeah, basically that he's been <laughs> BSing his entire life uh, and cheating wow. at golf his entire. And he's obviously a good golfer to get to a qualifier, but he's been cheating yeah. and exaggerating exploits his entire life for this. And I just don't get it, yep. man. I, I, I guess if that's, I don't know, that's a, it's a pretty sad statement. I'd almost like to see that guy get on like the PGA Tour. 
mm-hmm. and and like playing in like a masters and get like so exposed cheating right. like blatantly for the world like or he'd shoot like 98 because right. like he would be so so far off the the, right. the ability right because patrick reed's cheated before but patrick reed's a hell of a player and he yeah you know, he he cheats in really subtle ways where he he you know pats down the uh the lie behind yeah, his he, ball here and he's there. He's not throw, flipping balls in, no. out of his pocket. No, exactly. Anyway, uh, you got some viewer mail for us before we leave there, stuff? Listen to the mail. Listen to the mail. Thank you for listening. I sure do, Jimmy. Uh, we'll start off with this, that our friend uh, Tyler Schreiber has found uh, your waitress, Penny. Penny was a big a big hit. A lot of people were asking questions about Penny. A lot of people like Penny. Uh, so what Tyler did is he actually found a couple more reviews of her online, and I'm pretty sure these are reviews of her. Uh, this one here is, first one is from Paul Brown a year ago saying, nasty 70-year-old bleach blonde bartender basically <laughs> wouldn't sit me at the bar with my business partner because I wanted a Diet Coke instead of alcohol. She said those seats were reserved for drinkers. That is I don't like Penny on that. That is 100% Penny. That's Penny. Fair. That is definitely Sounds like Penny. Penny. Allie Hansen says, extremely rude staff stood around for 10 minutes waiting to be seated before sitting at an open table. 15 minutes later, hostess finally shows up and tells us to leave the restaurant as she didn't seat us. Awesome. Could have been Penny. That's a quality establishment Uh, I was at. I got to go there. uh, Abel Duarte writes, uh, so disappointed in the service, old lady, she wasn't a good service. (laughs) Bad service from old lady. So that's at the Tampa airport? No, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. And mm. and uh, Debbie Bishop writes, the waitress was hateful. She was an older lady with blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> Should I add a review? And these are all from a year ago. It's not like people heard the podcast and tried to. I feel like I should add a legit. favorable review. Charming, attentive, yeah. fueled my alcoholism. <laughs> If steps. you if you were single, James, and she made a pass at you, no. would you have been open to her no. uh, overture? No, no. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a lot of positive reviews for a waitress named Barbara, so perhaps that's who you should. Buffy, you already know my uh, story. Like I'm afraid I cannot tell about the pod about an quite uh, a senior woman that that may have happened oh, to you, yeah. who's who's quite a famous woman <laughs> in this country and, I, and I, I should never mention this because now people will wonder but like i just can't tell it on the pod nothing it's happened amazing though. nothing ever happened no um, unfortunately <laughs> much to puffy's dismay <laughs> uh okay anything else we got lost bag stories but they're a little lengthy so uh, save them we'll get to those save them till the yeah. save them to studio uh other than that, just a couple odds and ends. Uh, Louis Cove comments on our new commercial-free podcast. Hate to break it to you, for, but they were ads inserted when I listened on Apple Podcasts. To be honest, I expected nothing less. Hashtag commercial-free. Uh, so, yeah. A uh, lot of people glad we are back. Chewy Louie writing, so happy you guys are bla- uh, back. Uh, leave it to Andrew to be working on another invite to the studio by bribing you guys with mugs. Very smart. Saw Chewy Louie at uh, at the World Juniors again. He showed up in Edmonton this summer. He was one of the nice, uh, nice. one of the seven fans in attendance at the World Juniors. <laughs> then we got Travis Lazarchik saying. 
The Rubber Boots Pod is finally back. My commutes just got a little more fun again. Nice. Uh, I'm sure that's the case for many people, but for Brian Hayden of my town of Bradford here, he writes, finally, my showers are entertaining again. Oh, wow. Weird. Things are definitely looking up for Brian. How do you, how do, you do that? You put, you, got, you put it on the like the uh, external speaker sort of thing? Oh, yeah. you a lot in the shower. Yeah, this, he, he messaged us last uh, last season saying he listens in the shower. Right. Uh, and I guess, yeah. Could, you, could he, could he write back and say, iPhones. I want to know how that works, though, because I can never hear anything in the shower. So does he have a speaker in his shower, or how, how does that how does that? I, th- I think he may have actually explained this to us again. I'll, I'll go back and check. Um, Jesus. <laughs> this is quality stuff. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're now interviewing our listeners multiple times. Yeah, I'm sorry. For the same info. For the info. same thing. For the exact same info. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll finish off with the lovemaking music from last week. Greg Lockhart writes in, I really, really enjoyed this format. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Shout out for Lester for the new intro. And now he goes typing this as the final song plays and realizing this song would be perfect. I'll try it in the morning. Ooh, hey now. After his wife wife leaves. (laughs) 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 Hashtag self-love. When there's no one else around. around, uh, Sean Morrison almost also commenting on the lovemaking music. And we're going to have to do a whole other episode with just Sean Morrison's... uh, feedback from over the summer because he's gone over like another three of our seasons oh wow Uh, this one is about the love making music and sean writes that song is horrible what does buddy do after this three minute song ends the first girl i ever hung out with had me stop midway because i was following the song's rhythm i had no idea i was i think it was an eminem song oh ever since they it's always stuck with me to make sure i'm not in rhythm oh nice well, you learned something. I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering what Eminem song he was making. This seems like a delusion. job for me, so everybody, just follow me. <laughs> okay, I, I thought maybe it was the one where he murders his wife, or the one where he Stan, my number her. one fan. Just... How about started at the bottom? Now we're here. Stan that could be a lovemaking theme there. That that's a Drake song. song. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's <God>. right. <laughs> That is Drake. Oh, you know why? You know why I got confused because uh, I'm Drake. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks back to back years used uh, used an Eminem song and then a, a Drake song for the Stanley Cup Finals. Starting from the bottom was the first year, and then they used Eminem the second year. And so I, that image popped into my head. I obviously I know Drake. He's my f- favorite artist next to Tay Tay. Well, you got the you guys vac- vacation together. <laughs> I'm sure he nice. fell for the same airport ruse. <laughs> 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 he, Drake was there. That's uh, that's next week in uh, Jimmy Summers Adventures. Jay, Drake was yeah. back on the island. We hung out again. Uh, nice. Again, apologies Just for uh, apologies for not being in studio this week. Apologies for Jimmy's bad Wi-Fi and the fact I had my thumb, I think, on the screen for half of the episode. I, I <laughs> and also apologies to Lester for uh, keeping him for an hour before we got started, and then he only had 15 minutes and he had to leave. <laughs> Yeah. We're Lester. Uh, so we'll be back yeah. in studio hopefully next week. i uh, give you guys another week to come up with your uh, your lovemaking song. I, that was supposed to be your homework yeah. this week. And uh, oh, I told you I don't do lovemaking songs. Oh, yeah. You like it quiet. You like it quiet in there. I like so, it quiet. I like just uh, hear yourself. regular people noise. Okay. <laughs> you can hear yourself song. My dirty talk. Well, maybe you could come up with a hypothetical one if you were forced to use one. Uh, okay. Like okay. If you, if you okay. had to make love in the club. 
I want to make love M&M started from the bottom. <laughs> M&M started from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what a classic. Uh, M&M. Hey. What a guy. I was I could do uh I could do the entire album. My my children used to sit in the car seats and I I, I would try to turn down the swear words, but I sometimes would miss. So like Gracie at like 3 years old was like <laughs> Sing and clean it out your closet, which is <laughs> rife with rife with profanity and and bad themes for three year olds. Uh, but she would sing. She but would she sing. Out all right. She would sing along with me. She's okay. She's not too demented. Yeah. Uh, thanks no. for uh, listening and watching, everybody. Like I said, back in studio next week. We promise. See ya. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm going to try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please, somebody. Hey, hey, anyone?